Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Midnight Blues and Other Musings. Nilla is back. Nilla is me. Um, I have successfully moved in. Uh, I am currently living in Prague uh, for the semester. Uh, I'm having a blast here. Thank you to LJ, Sarah, and Cece for covering last week's episode. Uh, I had an awesome time listening to it. It was an exceptional episode, uh, especially for someone who has really been slacking on following up with, with skating and sports in general this past week. So Cece, how are you doing? Uh, semester has started. Uh, oh gosh. Are you, are you all settled in? I am very busy, but I am, I had actually a rough week, lots of messiness. I'm currently sitting in my room on my floor because my desk and my bed are like covered in all of my stuff. So that's my like plan for the day after we record this is to like clean everything up. So hold me accountable to that guys. <laughs> Cece, do you want to hear something? Some, some very recent what? news. Elvis Stoiko is named among the leaked Pandora in the leaked uh, Pandora paper showing he transferred Canadian assets worth up to $6.5 million into an offshore trust in 2007 and that Skate Canada signed off on the transaction. Uh, it is being reported by CBC. You mean the, you mean the Panama papers, not the Pandora papers? The, the Pandora papers, yeah. This is what it's Wait. called. It's a, oh, it's a I thought new, it was called the Pan, I thought it was called the Panama Papers. No, no, no. These are new, these are new leaked financial records. These are new? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Wait, I'm looking this up right now. That is Skate Canada continues to be like the messiest federation. Holy cow. Yeah. <gasps> oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. They were in, oh, wow. You know what's really funny? With all that money, why couldn't you have bought Virtue and More, a 2007 world medal? That is actually- Oh my God. That is actually an abomination. I, I'm reading through all the prominent Canadians um, who did it. So Elvis Stroiko, Rose Patel, who's a Quebec choir, Alexandra Sazaz, and um, Jack Villeneuve. That's funny. <laughs> um, that is crazy. Wow. Well, the old Skate Canada person, I am sure she is very happy she's no longer part of Skate Canada because she's going to have to deal with that. Yeah. But, oh my God. Yeah. Look makes look makes people Skate do. Canada declined to comment. Of course they did. Of course they declined to comment. Of course they did. Yeah. In 2007, yeah. you literally could have bought you could have bought Virtue and More a 2008 or 2007 title. Yeah. Like okay, maybe not 2007 medal, 2008 title. Yeah, yeah. Like that is cruel and unusual punishment. Yeah. Yeah. So oh my God. We, we've, uh, thank you, Skate Canada, for, uh, for uh, giving us some excitement and some, some very odd news. I, I really would not have expected Elvis Stoiko to be yeah. uh, involved in, a, in a, some, some scummy wealth, wealth mongering, but you, you never know. So why don't we get started on talking about Japanese ladies? Um, uh, Japan yeah. Open. Um, 
why don't we first get started talking about uh, Wakaba. She looked fantastic. I think that the Lion King, I've said this before, is the perfect vehicle at the Olympics if you skate clean. Mm-hmm. Um, just like, I think it's, I think it's such a good program. I think it's like, it's loud and it's fun and it, it has a, it has good momentum and build uh, with the step sequence. Um, and uh, obviously her triple axel, phenomenal. It is, I think, uh, Wakaba's triple axel is my favorite currently in the ladies field. Um, uh, it is, it is my favorite even above Aliona's based on what we saw currently at test skates, like just based on currently current competing ladies um, and their current triple axel. It is just from the takeoff, she gets such an, such an, ex, like a, such a massive distance on it, good height. It is just so crisp. And even with the lang- landing, it, it looks a lot less tentative because with a lot of with most triple axles in the ladies field, um, with the landing, in my head, I'm always like, are they going to injure their ankle? Because they're always a little, they always look a little bit stressed and tentative. Yeah. It's not like crisp, but Wakaba's is so good. Cece, what were your thoughts? It's so like clean. It reminds me a lot of not Sasha's axle but the way she lands her quad toe mm-hmm. like very like now not obviously like five years ago or four years ago but like very like crisp very clean um I love the running edge she gets out of it it's like so clean so nice yeah uh, now she just has to land it consistently um if she doesn't land it consistently I don't see things changing for her because like you know a fallen triple axle is like still fall you know and mm-hmm. so I got the points or you get half points yeah. um so that's why I am like I hope she's able to land it consistently because it is money when it is on yeah. um but yeah and I never really like Lion King programs like I'm actually not a fan of the Lion King soundtrack mm-hmm. um I and like for skating it's always it's kind of like corny and like kind of a shtick yeah but I'm really excited that she's doing it and I actually really like it because she does really well with like the upbeat passionate big music she reminds me a lot of um Sasha Trusova in that way they both need the very like bombastic pieces to like really get into the music mm-hmm. yeah and what Wakaba has going for her is that her program components are so strong and um mm-hmm. I think that her obviously her PCS here is egregiously low but um I think in terms of JSF's like weird vendetta against her I think that um fixing those little small errors that tend to add up with Wakaba. She did have uh, the uh, double Lutz and she did have, um, yeah, I mean, the, the double Lutz is a, is a, it's an issue. Um, you, mm-hmm. you, pop, you popped a jump, especially if you, if your Federation has this vendetta against you um, and you have the moneymaker, the triple axle, but you're not the most consistent skater. Um, you really need to be, you know, increasing that, increasing that consistency. Um, I think that JSF has done a disservice to their skaters in terms of how they're being scored at domestic competitions, um, especially Wakaba's P- PCS here. Um, 66.81, I, I, I mean, that's like, that's awful um, just compared to how uh, we see uh, Russian domestic uh, skating scores uh, the like the massive inflation um, mm-hmm. yeah but overall really I, I thought that this was a really strong skate for Wakaba um, 
it's 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 a it's this competition was good for her because it's going to give her confidence and confidence is what I see lacking with Wakaba um because she really can rack up those big points internationally because it is unfortunate that she does she scores better internationally um versus how JSF scores her internally which really really sucks um and is is really never the case for most skaters um yeah and except except for Costo yeah well well, Costa, Costa gets huge scores domestically, like at Russia. Well, like, like, oh, yeah. Like when she was, when, when she was younger, she was yeah, like, yeah. Not, domestically, she was like, yeah. mm, but like internationally, people were like, oh my God, I like that Costa and Naya. Yeah. And she, and I mean, with Costa, like, it's always interesting because you, you hear reports of her perhaps not doing the best in like practice, but then when she leaves the country, when she's competing internationally, she will skate the cleanest program ever with two triple axles, get like the hugest <laughs> score ever. And then yeah. and, like tripping on a step sequence at Russian nationals, ending up with a, with a, with a bronze or silver medal, um, which is, which is a very Aliona thing to do, but yeah. So um, we also did see Satoko's um, triple axel Ooh. Oh, I love Satoko. I man, I don't think the triple axel is what she needs to be working on. But like, I assume she's just like trying it because she needs to stay competitive and like relevant. And if she's like, yeah, I'm working on an ultra C jump, they're gonna be like more like, okay, she's like she's adapting. Mm-hmm. Whether or not she actually performs that jump internationally is a very different question. Yeah. Uh, I did see like Jackie saying like if there's anything she can upgrade on it's her axle it's an airy jump for her and I think that's like airiness is not a prerequisite for is, is not a is not at all a prerequisite for for having a good triple axle Satoko can is struggling to rotate her her other basic triples she's not getting a a not downgraded triple axle I know I, th- that's a little bit of a silly statement to make there we all saw the video. She's going to hurt herself. Hey. I know. I worry. I mean, I think, I mean, I don't know what she wants to do with her career, but I feel like if, you know, the jumps are kind of going, if she wants to do a last hurrah, I say good for her. This is like, it's, I think, waiting like for another Olympics is fine. Um, but I just, her, the, degradation of her jumps in the last year is just like really really sad because I, I love her I love her skating but it's like it's like undeniable but I mean I think the one thing she does have going for her is she does deliver yeah she definitely she is consistent like yes she may have those under rotations but at least she's consistent in landing the jump mm-hmm. and you know depending on the technical coach she might not get called yeah I, or technical I, caller sorry especially at Japanese nationals. I'm just like kind of thinking forward to then, um, uh, depending on how Wakaba, um, Reno, Mana end mm-hmm. up doing at, I don't think Mana is going to the Olympics, but depending on how she, even Mai, end up doing at Japanese nationals, I could totally see uh, Satoko skating incredibly clean, getting a little bit lucky with the tech panel, not getting dinged in under rotations and actually getting sent to another Olympics. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think her her goal for this season is to appear relevant. She does that by attempting the Ultra C Japan Open. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, like, yeah. as long as she went out there and tried it, yeah. she's showing that, like, she does do it. Like, yes, I'm sure they get reports from her rink and, like, they're able to see, they see video and stuff like that. But, like, the fact that she was 
confident enough to try in competition definitely shows a different level of like, yeah, like I'm ready to try it. But then, you know, in competition, like, like, you know, like I'm feeling a little bit of injury. I just want to go with clean skate. And if she, 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 all she needs to do this season for her to go to the Olympics is skate cleanly, be consistent, don't make mistakes and, you know, just keep her head down because other people aren't going to be doing that. Like I can tell you that right away. Like it's just how skating works. Mm-hmm. Um, and depending on all how other people do, she could end up just on top because all the other people around her didn't do as well or yeah. on top. Third, third, third skater sent to yeah. the Olympics. <laughs> Um, I do, it, I do think it's pretty unfortunate to see Lee Barkell's, um, not so successful, um, coaching career. I know. Uh, as, you know, at Granite, uh, club after leaving TCC, though, like, I don't believe that, we, you know, we don't know these coaches personally and I don't, I'm not, you know, I'm not inside his rank every single day, but it is a little, <laughs> it's a little, it is, it is like jarring. It is jarring to see and, um, even with like Gogolev just like moving away to Roth and he's not even, he's, he's injured. He's not skating. He was at zero of the uh, skate Canada um, camps over the summer. Like it's, it's a little odd, um, but even with Gabby, but I, I don't think that's necessarily because of Lee or anything as it's, yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, I'm really interesting, interested to see how Rika does at Cricket Club. Um, because she's going to be Brian's first, like, new student in, like, quite a while, and his first new student since Lee left, Um, and so I'm going to be interested to see how she does and kind of how Brian handles a new student without the support of Lee, Mm -hmm. and also he also doesn't have a lot of students around anymore either, so, like, how she's, Rika's going to handle that as well. I hope she does well, but I think it's going to be really telling in terms of what the mm-hmm. cricket club is like right now in terms of its coaching environment its coaches and how they're handling it all yeah tcc is e- even lee too i guess perhaps is less relevant to like top skaters but lee and tcc have really been giving given difficult ca- cases um with Evgenia, for example um obviously that was incredibly difficult if you're if you're moving away uh, if you, I mean, Evgenia is such a, you know, she's such a big name in skating and then she had completely shifted her life and um, her and Brian had developed a very like good and, and close relationship there. And it, you know, that was, that was difficult, I think for both of them and TCC in general. And I, um, and then with, with Lee, I, I don't, he's really had bad luck with kind of the cases that he's, he's, he's working with not, I mean, it's, it's the coach's job to, to, you know, to foster a, a good and healthy skater, but um, you know, Satoko, who has been on a downwards trajectory with her, with her health and her skating and her jumps and stuff, and that's I don't see that as like a it's a coach's fault. It's 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 very much it's a natural thing that would that was bound to happen with the way Satoko has always been jumping. Like her jumps were always unsustainable. Um, and Gabby, mm-hmm. um, Gabby Daleman. Uh, she's been struggling for a while and um her you know yeah I've said what I wanted to say about her um you know her skating uh recently but yeah so um I thought did you watch the video of Satoko and KG uh doing love story uh the Paris program oh my gosh my life I am not being like like I'm not doing hyperbole right now but my life genuinely like shifted when I saw that we need to get we need to get them in, in like a Paris program like stat 
Like they were so good. Um, Estero, I, Florida. Estero, Florida. I know. Yeah. Think about the beautiful programs that would come out of that camp for them. Oh my God. KG, I, I really like KG too. I love his skating. I um, know. He is like, he also like, look, he was like a very good partner to her. Like, I feel like he would be a good pairs boy. He's very um, strong, very tall. Yeah, he's very strong, very sturdy. He has a lot of like upper back strength, it looks like, mm-hmm. especially if he has a smaller partner like her. Yeah. They should be paired together. Yeah. Uh, Satoko's, I don't think we talk about this enough, but Satoko's core, like her core strength is unreal. Like she has, I think she, I think she has the best abs since Tessa. Yeah. It is like amazing. Um, and that is, oh my God, to hold herself uh, doing lifts and oh my God, she, she would be such a good Paris girl, um, but I know. it's not going to happen, so I'm not going to put that thought into my head that it is, um, but yeah, so um, Carrie, uh, Kauri, um, this is, mm, she's been a little bit of a mess. I'm a little, I'm a little concerned and like, it's getting to the point of like frustration and annoyance with me. Like I'm like, why are you changing your programs 10 million times? And Benoit is like utterly incompetent with his like, like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? She pays your bills. She is going to go to her second Olympics. Um, so I'm a, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit lost there. Um, she, uh, did a uh, double axle, triple Lutz, uh, triple flip, uh, double toe, triple sal, uh, triple flip, double toe, triple, uh, double toe, a double axle, triple toe, uh, triple loop. Um, and, uh, I don't see, I mean, I love her, but I, I, I think that her, her PCS was a little bit, it was odd. She got a 69.9, uh, 0.22, uh, beating out Wakaba who who got 66 in program components and especially with the program that she put out I, I find it to be very odd because um, your program components score are very much a reflection of um, uh, you know what's listed in protocols but also packaging and I think that this is this is very bizarre that uh, like what is she paying Benoit for? And I, I think that Benoit's comments also to the press were very, very bizarre. He, he was like disappointed um, that he, she, she can, you know, she competed with a different program in her last competition. Um, so, yeah. Um, and the final results for Japan Open, uh, Wakaba uh, came in first with 136.27, Reno 135.12, Mana uh, 134.91, uh, Kauri 133.26, May, uh, my um, 124.24 and Satoko uh, 119.69. So um, Reno is a bit of an enigma for me. Um, uh, I don't know if you've, you know, you've all kind of followed her skating trajectory, the way she, she does domestically and how, you know, politically she seems to really be favored by JSF, but um, I wouldn't, I'm not like the biggest fan of her skating uh, really at all. Um, she did have a downgraded triple axle, uh, triple lutz, double, toe, double axle, uh, triple loop, uh, triple lutz, uh, triple toe, double toe, triple style, triple toe, triple flip, double toe. She's a consistent jumper, but in terms of her jumps, 
I don't love them. I think that they're they're shaky for me. I think that there's something a little off about them. I think that Wakaba is an exceptional skater who's very much stronger in both program components and uh, just uh, the technical uh, aspect of skating. Um, so it is a little, I mean, it is, I guess, obvious why Reno is being favored um, because of Yamada, uh, her coach uh, and um, Wakaba has never been favored um, domestically by JSF. So it is, um, it is a little scary to see, uh, you know, uh, Reno's uh, kind of weird scoring that keeps, that keeps kind of going up. Um, so yeah, there's that. And uh, um, I really like Mana. I have always been a very big Mana fan. I think that she's a very like explosive skater and her jumps are very crisp to me. Uh, her double axle is something that I've always really, really loved. I remember even during like shows of the summer, I, I always loved uh, watching her skate, um, but uh, she did um, successfully uh, rotate triple axle here and had a, a pretty strong program, uh, which is good. Um, okay. I, I didn't, okay, and, okay. She hung on to the triple axle, and I, I don't, I don't know if I would fully classify it as being very much rotated, you know, fully rotated. But she did successfully land it, and she hung on to it, which is nice. But um, I could see her solidly coming into like fourth at Japanese nationals, uh, depending yeah. on how everyone else. I think that she could totally, totally get that fourth place um, and surprise everyone. Uh, Susie, what do you think about Mana skating? I really like her. Yeah, I like her skating too. Um, I think it's like, as you said, like very explosive. Her mm -hmm. jumps are really great. Like um, I really do appreciate like a nice, well-executed, clean jump. Like it just like is so crisp and clean. And I just, I, it's just nice. It's nice to watch. Um, yeah, I mean, I think realistically, depending on how she does in the fall, she could even like sneak into that third spot at um, nationals, especially since nationals are like right after the fall competitions so like they really are carried on your momentum from your fall competition your grand prix your senior b's if you don't go to grand prix final which she probably won't mm -hmm. um and so i think i think for her it's just important to have a really good fall and to kind of like prove herself internationally as well so landing i think she should be attempting the triple axle every competition if she lands it great if she doesn't she still needs to get her name out there and in like with the Japanese Federation. So it's important for her to do that. Yeah, agreed. Uh, I don't think that really like, I, I honestly, like, I would totally love to see her, see her do really well at Japanese nationals. But mm -hmm. um, I think right now, Wakaba, if she is consistent, gains momentum, hopefully internationally, I really think like it's, it's, it's she's in a tough spot. Um, yeah. Based on, based on skating politics, I, I don't really know, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, why don't we move on to talk about ice dance? Um, we did have a lot of exciting ice dance news. Um, yes. Rooms, uh, new rhythm dance and free dance. Cece, give me your thoughts. Okay. So I would say mm -hmm. I am obsessed with the rhythm dance. It's probably yeah. one of my favorites, like one of my favorites, probably my favorites of the ones that are going to be at the Olympics. Mm -hmm. Um. So so good I love the choreography the music is like kind of fun the only thing is like that moment when they do like helicopter arms is like kind of funny and like really takes me out of the program 
So I think they need to minimize their amounts of arm choreography and focus on body slash lower body choreography. Mm-hmm. It's a little too much arms going on, um, which is very distracting considering they don't have a lot of arm control. So it just mm-hmm. looks like they're like flailing their arms around like little jellyfish. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love the John Legend. It's so good, like genuinely so good. Less good is the free dance. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I am going to be like, literally, I don't know how I'm going to stay awake at the Olympics in the final group. Like it is going to be the snooziest fest to end all snooze fest. Yeah. 20 milligrams of uh, melatonin. You can skip that. I know. Um, Yeah. Uh, I do think that um, right now, currently, I think that I I still prefer, I I, I prefer Papadakis and Cicerone's free dance to um, uh, SKs. Not that there's like a very much, there's like a high bar there, but I, I, I actually like I SKs are just so bad that anything is like I've enjoyed like yeah, I, other free dance. It, it's just so bad, and like I know that they're changing that last piece of music, but I, I'm like very, I'm sure it's gonna be like equally as bad. Like it's new. I think the part that saves Papadakis and Cicerone's free dance for me above. Nikita and Vika's is Papadakis and Cicerone have the really cool vertical lift, mm-hmm. which I say is the most, maybe the most difficult lift they've ever done. Um, very cool, very technical. Yeah. Um, Gabby is like amazing holding yeah. herself out there. Yeah. Um, it looks like he needs to stabilize her a little bit better. His arm looks very like unsure. Like he was like, he didn't know if he could put his arm down all the way in case he needed to maybe catch her. So I feel like maybe he needs to work a little bit more on her so that he feels confident enough in himself and her mm-hmm. um, to be able to do that without being, without having to like not put the arm down right away because you worry you might have to catch your partner. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think like they're both really snoozy, but like the lift is cooler. So I'm giving it to them and they have the better rhythm dance. Um, but I don't know how it's actually going to shake out in terms of scores, because also the only federation who is more crooked in terms of scores in the Russian federation is the French federation. Mm-hmm. What were the scores this weekend? Okay. Like literally two points away from a perfect score. Like why didn't they give them perfect tens? I don't know. Maybe when they like almost fell. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like I'm not like the these scores were like hilarious like the 137.3 one like that is that is utterly hilarious I also think it's so funny to see uh uh Papadakis and Cicerone scores uh compared to like Lopareva and Brissad or like the other you know third fourth fifth sixth place finishers at this event like they were like some of them were getting like less than 100 points like I think that is so um, it reminds me of like in 2010 to 2014 when like Tessa and Scott would be scoring like 30 more points than everyone else at Canadian Nationals. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> like it's Car- embarrassing. Caroline and Shane, like their scores, it always just like craps, cracks me because they are Gadbois skaters and it just like cracks me up how they were scoring compared to Virtue and Moyer and just like the level of difference in terms of their skating, like just raw skating. Yeah. It's very funny, but um, so my thoughts on the so the rhythm dance, um, I really love it. Um, uh, Cece brought this up um, that they're that they're I guess when they're doing the whacking, um, I guess I, I'm kind of thinking about this like because I am a dancer and um, Cece brought this up, but 
Gabby is the one standing while uh, Guillaume is the one like kneeling while doing the whacking. And um, it's, a, it's a little awkward um, in terms of how Gabby is doing it because her body is just straight. Um, but she's like moving her arms around and there needs to be, I like, when I think about Tessa doing something like this, she would be moving her body. She would be owning it. You cannot do this and just stand straight. You have to really feel it. Um, I feel like maybe she should like kind of do like a half circle around Guillaume yeah. and like Move be whacking yeah. while she does it. Yeah. Like it just seems so awkward. And like, they literally look like, like, like little children playing helicopter. Yeah. So I watched that clip without the music and I was like, mm -hmm. oh, and I saw like people making fun of it and stuff. And I was like, oh, okay. I did, when I did hear, when I did see it with the music, I was like, okay, like I, this makes sense. It's going to be more refined. Um, but yeah. Um, but in general, Gabby is looking exceptional. Um, she's looking she looks so good. So good. Yeah. I am obsessed with her in the rhythm dance and the step sequence. Yeah. She looks so sharp so clean she is getting like more push and more like speed and power on her blades than Guillaume is mm -hmm. and um yeah like Gabby for me is like clearly the more talented one in that partnership at this point in time yeah. like she's serving all the face I mean her skating is like is like exceptional in this you know choreography she's owning all of it she's like she's hitting it um I really like it Costumes, you know, I have to bring it up. This is skating and it's superficial. I would like to see some more changes in the costumes, mm -hmm. um, but they don't like to change their costumes that much. So I don't think it's going to happen, but mm -hmm. um, I think they should all be changed. The free dance costumes not like bad. Yeah, rhythm dance, I think we need to not have a seam down the middle. Yeah. Matthew, I think that's not good looking. Mm-hmm. Um, and the resemblance to the Virtue and More costumes is a little weird. Like, I know Mathieu loves his mesh now, but, like, we need to find something a little different for Gabby and Guillaume because mm -hmm. they don't need to be compared to Tessa and Scott. Like, they need to be compared to Nikita and mm -hmm. Guillaume. Yeah. Um, uh, and w with their rhythm dance, um, just uh, talking about their pattern specifically, right now at this point of time, I think that their pattern looks really, really good. Um, mm -hmm. uh, I don't, them skating and hold is never something that I really care for, I think is like exceptional. And I, that's still the case here with this rhythm dance. Um, mm -hmm. And I don't really think that as the season goes on, they're gonna be skating closer and their skating and hold is gonna improve yeah. with them. But my God, Gabby's pattern looks good. Um, I don't it think it's really like, good. it is the best, it is the best, you know, Midnight Blues pattern that I've ever seen in my life because it's not. But um, right now, just thinking about the current ice dance feel, the senior, like it's that final group, they're looking good. Um, they're, Guillaume is, is struggling. Guillaume is really struggling. That's something that I'm, it's definitely worrying because Gabby is looking phenomenal. Her twizzers, I mean, I mean, to, to PC's twizzles at this competition were really, really good, like exceptionally crisp, um, fast rotation, uh, their arms. I, I, I liked everything about their twizzles, but Guillaume is, 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 is struggling a bit. And I can see him holding Gabby back like he did with the lift. And uh, I don't, 
exactly remember what it was, but did his blade kind of nick her and she made, or like not nick her, but kind of got into her way and she made an error. Um, I don't, I, I do remember like distinctly seeing that while watching um, them skating, but yeah, Guillaume, I don't know. We, yeah. 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 Did you also like notice yeah. like that he's not, he, he's not looking too good here. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember if it's in the free skate or the rhythm dance, but there's a moment where he's like on his, like doing some sort of choreographic movement and he's like on one foot and he like almost falls. Oh yeah. Um, and I'm like, yeah, guys. Yeah. They're <laughs> everyone's like, like, why didn't we, like, why, like, why didn't we give them tents? Did everything correctly? Yeah. Like, yeah. Guys, like yeah. there's always room for improvement. <laughs> Especially like I, for, I feel like for what they put out, um, there there was very much like I don't think you could even justify uh, giving them super super fake scores, even though these were like super fake scores. But yeah, so like um, their costumes. I was saying this earlier to you, but like um, Gabby's costume looks like something that Navka would wear in two thousand four, but Navka would do like the super like Euro K Y two K like sparkles on it. And it would like look or like maybe leopard print on it and it would look really really bad that's what this looks like like this is like a a knockoff skims costume that's very unflattering and i think it is really risky especially because she did have that like very unfortunate and very sad costume um issue in the uh, in the short dance at the Ida uh, pyeongchang olympics um I don't know. I mean, I don't really understand this costume. I don't really understand the color scheme. Like what? Like with this free, I don't even get it. Why couldn't you just do like a nice solid color? Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, and it's um, it's very odd. And like the way like the, the top of the bodice is and like how it like only covers like one breast with one color and then like the other one. Mm -hmm. It's very like Y2K Instagram baddie, but mm -hmm. like that aesthetic doesn't really work in real life, much less on yeah, yeah. a figure skating costume. Yeah, like on so I'm not really a fan. Yeah. I think she should go to like a crop top and like a long skirt, like yeah. she did for Sunday afternoon, I think. Yeah. She's so beautiful too. Like the most simple costumes look so good on her. Like I love how she does her makeup too. She can wear the most simple, simple free dance um, mm -hmm. dress and her like with a nice red lip for like this sort of free dance, like a burgundy. Oh my gosh, yeah. Maybe even like a burgundy costume, maybe not because of, I guess the, like Virtue Moyer, Moulin Rouge, blah, 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 but like a, or like a nice plum, I don't know, something very like sexy and dark would be, I don't even understand this. This is nothing, this is not sexy. This is just weird. And um, yeah, so why don't we move on to talking about a Junior Grand Prix? Um, a lot of skating went yes. on. Um, I haven't been able to follow like um, full competitions, but um, people have been sending me like their highlights and who I should catch up on. Um, and I, mm -hmm. I did watch uh, all the ladies, um, junior ladies though. Um, and uh, what are your thoughts, Cece? Um, so I want to highlight Sophia, I think it's Akatieva. Akatieva, yeah. Akatieva. So I, I watched her a couple weeks ago, but I like didn't realize her program was set to Mulan and like reflection. Mm -hmm. 
Oh my gosh. I watched it this morning and she didn't do any quads. Um, and it was such a good program. Like amazing. Like she did such a good job. Like I really, really like her. Um, so I was really happy that to see that she did well and she was very happy with her performance. Um, and I think also what's interesting as we come into kind of the home stretch, the junior Grand Prix, I believe we only have two left. Mm-hmm. Um, we're kind of moving into the like, okay, like who's going to be at the junior Grand Prix final and like how that's going to shake out. Because especially in Russian ladies, you have to make the final to even be like considered for the yeah, national yeah. team for junior worlds. And so it's just going to be interesting. But yeah. what were your thoughts? Um, Sophia, I would say is not my favorite uh, junior lady skater. Um, I think that there are some other skaters that I kind of, I prefer with their qualities. And Sophia's jumps are a little bit of a, I'm not a fan of them. Like I just like looking at her quad style looking at the 0.65 GOE on it, it, it's, it's bad. Um, it, it, the, I don't even know how this was even to the most like bot tech panel. She, how. Didn't, she didn't do the quad. In no, she did at the junior grand prix Baltic cup free skate. She did. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Cause like Ted was like hyping up how she didn't do any quads. And I thought she, oh, she did um, something. Yeah. She did a quad style and she did quad toe and triple toe. Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what you think of her jumps, but like, I think that they look very scary to me. Um, I don't like the line. They're all right. I like, um, I like, she's probably, I mean, who, who is the other Russian that I really like? But she's probably not my favorite, but I do enjoy watching her. Mm-hmm. Um, she reminds me, I think I said this a couple of weeks ago, but she reminds me of um, baby like Xenia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That. And like, in like, 20, like 2014, 2015 a lot. Mm-hmm. She reminds me of her. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's just like, I just enjoy watching her. She's more fun to yeah, watch. Yeah. Even if her jumps aren't great, she's more fun to watch than past Russian junior ladies who didn't have great jumps. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think right now, Jelena... Actually, I have like a ton of like Russian junior lady skaters that I really, really like. Like I like like Elizaveta Kulikova. Um, one second here. Um, I, I like her. Um, I think that she has very good program materials. Uh, she's the one skating to umbrellas, right? I think so. Um, I think it's a cute program. I think she's like a, a cute, a cute junior lady skater. She, um, she didn't have it. She didn't do any, uh, ultra C elements in the, in the free skate. I think that this was like very much an easier field. Uh, and I think in this event, the standout for me was Jia, uh, Jia Shin. Did you watch her? Um, I did not watch her. She won the bronze. the program. She oh, went viral. Um, she skates for Korea. Oh my God! There's a video of her putting her medal on her choreographer, I believe, and it is just like oh. he is so small, and it was just like the cutest thing that ever. So precious. You need to watch her after this. She's just so cute. Okay. Korean ladies. Um, always, always Korean ladies on a junior Grand Prix circuit. Always like, um, surprise me, and they're always just such beautiful skaters, and even um the senior uh, Korean ladies like um, mm-hmm. at US Classic, like just always like a lovely surprise to see. Um, we always get like new new names that we uh, discover more about. Um, but yeah, so um, she did well. Uh, this wasn't, I did feel like this was a very like, um, this was a stack field. It really wasn't like this was to me a very like obvious and easy c- cutthroat win for Sofia Katieva. Um, a person that I was a little, Claire Seo is someone who I had high hopes for uh, going into this um, 
going into the junior this uh, junior grand prix season um because i watched her at skate milwaukee and she really really stood out to me um Kanon Smith and Claire Sayo were two skaters that really stood out to me. Another skater that really stood out to me was Mia Kalin, actually, when I watched you uh, um, skate Milwaukee. Um, she ended up beating uh, Isabeau Levito in the free skate there. And I was like, yeah, I can totally see this girl um, somehow, you know, beating uh, Isabeau at national, you, you know, junior nationals or like even internationally. But Mia has really not done well, really not done well internationally. Like, now. She did even worse at her last, it was like her, her last previous one was even worse than this. And here she, um, it was not good. I don't really see her jumps are extremely unsustainable to me in a similar way that Isabeau's are, but somehow Isabeau is able to be consistent internationally, something that you cannot say for Mia. Um, but yeah, yeah. obviously I do hope that like Claire really does really, really does well. Um, I know. Yeah. I love her. Um, yeah, I think it's also great for, I think it's just like really awesome to see, I mean, like not really awesome because like it's all from like the th same three countries, but yeah. to see this level of competition among the American ladies, the Korean ladies and the Russian ladies, like yeah. both internationally and nationally, I think yeah. is really good for long-term in the junior ladies discipline yeah. because a couple of years ago when it was all Russian ladies, that was just like not good for the same sustainability of the junior level of the sport long-term. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It is like a shame though that Japan could have very much eked one or I two know. junior ladies in that batch because um, it, it's honestly like a shame like that I really don't know much about any of the junior um, Japanese ladies yeah. Like, I don't, I don't really feel like there's that level of accessibility there that we're like, I don't know if you guys know who Not Lauren is, but um, she like, you know, she has like this novice and junior skating archive on her YouTube channel. And um, she watches like every single domestic competition, like the smallest competitions in Russia for like novice skaters where like we just saw Elena, a CSK skater. She just did a quad loop. She's a 10 year old, like that sort of thing. Like I, I like, you know, like even these names where I might only hear them, their names like once, like I still know about them, but I don't really feel like I have that level of accessibility with Japanese, like, you know, ladies, you know, junior lady skaters. I'm yeah. like, like, what the heck? Like they've totally, um, they've totally just like drowned any chance of a medal at junior worlds now without, because they didn't send anyone. Yeah, and I mean, like, not even talking about the ladies, but like even the men, like their men have traditionally done like very well on the mm -hmm. Junior Grand Prix. They've gotten a couple wins, some uh, some spots at the Junior Grand Prix final, some medals at Junior Worlds in the past. And that's nothing. And that's like really going to hurt your development long term because your skaters aren't going to be known internationally and aren't going to have that kind of like international support, as well as just having the international experience. Like, I think from interviewing a lot of skaters, we've talked about how, you know, like going the jump from domestic to international is like a really big deal. Yeah. And the, the earlier you do it, the more prepared you are in the future, mm -hmm. uh, especially if you, you take that experience back to your domestic competitions. And I yeah. think Japan is just like really harming their skaters. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Long-term. Yeah, it is very unfortunate. You, they've, Japan has produced the likes of Yuzuru Hanyu the greatest skater of all time. And th this is, it, it's just like sad to see. Um, it's, it, yeah. So um, yeah. I don't like really wanna, I'm not gonna like, I don't really have, 
I don't really have too much to talk about um, pairs at Junior Grand Prix, but um, I do want to say that like, you know, obviously there are a lot of qualms with USFS. There's a lot of problems with them, but I think that it is very, very good to see that they've been uh, giving a lot of Ukrainian skaters um, these chances to compete for the US. And I could say the same for Skate Canada as well. I think that Canada and the US have really been doing a good job to foster the talent that is in Ukraine because um, from the skaters me and I, me and Cece have spoken to, um, we've gotten the, we, you know, it really seems that the consensus for a lot of skaters who have formally skated for Ukraine, it is rough. Um, there's very little, um, there's not sufficient infrastructure um, within the Ukrainian Skating Federation. Um, there's not an ample amount of support. And it does seem like um, the quality of life, you know, in regards to their skating really tends to improve. Um, and Ukraine has produced so many talented skaters with the likes of like Vadim uh, Koleznik. Uh, and um, uh, we've even, um, interviewed Nadia Bashinska, um, skaters like that. And uh, with pairs, um, oh my God, my new, so this is like my, definitely my favorite, one of my favorite new uh, junior pairs, uh, pairs team, uh, Smirnova and Sinitsina, I believe. Um, mm -hmm. Let me just quickly pull up their protocols. Um, are you like familiar with their skating? I am not. I think I watched their short program, but not yeah. their free. So I'm a really, really big fan of them um, because uh, they have such an explosive triple twist. It is just unreal, but they quite literally are not able to jump. Like they do double toe, double toes. Um, no. Yeah, like double toes, double toes. And I think, I believe he's like in his 20s. So, yeah. Smirnova and uh, Sianitsia, um, I, I really like them. I think that they have such a lovely partnership. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and they did both uh, formally represent Ukraine and now they train in the States. And um, uh, um, we follow each other on Instagram, which I think is really cool. Um, I hope that we can interview them sometime. I'd love to um, kind of, this is the, yeah. the second team that um, we could potentially interview about like, you know, formally skating for Ukraine and now um, the US or Canada, which is really cool. Um, and uh, Someone who really makes me sad, who really breaks my heart is Paulina uh, Kostiokovic. Uh, uh, um, she went from being the pair junior it girl. She was- I know, in 2018. Dude, yeah, she was an it girl. Like, and I'm someone who loves Panfilova and Rylov, but Paulina K, you it will never so find a skater like that. In an alternate universe, if she was able to stay with her former partner, I could have seen them becoming Olympic champions. I agree. Yeah, her part you're talking about her partner in 2018. Yeah. 2019. Yeah. yeah. They were like essentially like they I know. They were yeah. so good. I'm really like they're still really close and stuff, which I think is awesome. I it really sucks that he had to retire, but and that they, you know, they they mm. split up. But um, Alexei, this is not working out, this partnership at all. This is like, I agree. I'm surprised that they meddled here. Um, I don't know. I think she's going to be sixth at Russian Junior Nationals. She's 18 years old. Yeah. Um, this is like her last year in juniors, right? Yeah. I don't even think she should be skating in juniors. This, I think it's weird. Um, you have a 
is she a is she a world junior champion or is she a world silver medalist? Either of the two, but world um, silver medal. Uh, she, well, she won. Well, she got. I remember she got silver in silver at the twenty eighteen junior grand prix final. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm just googling her name. Yeah, I mean, even Ted, the way he talks about her, like, I feel like every commentator, it's kind of like reminiscing about her, the way she used to skate, the way her partnership used yeah. to be. Like, uh, I think Paulina and Alexei, they have a very, it's, it, it's a very odd partnership um, on and off the ice. I don't, there's really not that chemistry that's there. It's lacking. Um, I don't know if like, even their working partnership, it's always a bit odd to see like when they have disastrous skates and I don't like that at all. Um, I hate that so much, especially in junior, junior skating. Um, yeah. Paris skating has such a, has such an awful skater the way men are put up on this pedestal and they treat their female partners all, like awfully and when you see yeah. a skater like Paulina K not necessarily being in the in a in a having a a partner that has the you know that equal amount of talent and she's also struggling with her skating she's not at the level that she used to be and I don't know if you've you've seen them interact and like kiss and cry and like after they skate but it makes yeah. me so sad because you never want to see that in junior skating because if you see that in if you see that in juniors, it's only going to get worse when they get older. When they get, um, when they get older, yeah. yeah. And I've I think I've really been spoiled with like Virtue Tessa and Scott the way that they've always like you know they've known each other since they were little babies and I mm-hmm. the way that they like support each other after the one the, the other one makes a mistake. It's like it's it's very beautiful and um, yeah. So um, and even like in this field with Chikmareva and Ianchenkov and Petushkova and Malikov like. They're going to be six at they're going to be six at junior nationals. I don't. She's not making. She's not going to be. Oh no, yeah. So she got third when in in that twenty nineteen junior worlds, and they got second at the grand prix final. But they did get first in the short program in mm-hmm. both of those events. So they were really really good in the short program, and they kind of like weren't as great in the free program. Yeah. She tends to get in her head a lot. She's just like she's so explosive. Like her tw- like her twist is like insane. Um. Yeah. But yeah. All right. Um, so I oh, think that kind of about. We should quickly talk about ice dance. Oh yeah, talk about ice dance of course. Yeah, one sec. Uh, then then we'll wrap it up. Yeah. Um, yeah. This was um Kavronina uh, and uh, Shivisano. Um, I did not like those scores. I did not like those scores. Irina and Dario. Yeah, yeah, scores. that was that was a great yeah, was 68.05 yeah yeah I, I feel like I'm not like necessarily yeah it's just ridiculous seeing like junior teams get these scores because like you know this is like like also like so many of these teams do not even be end up being successful as seniors mm-hmm. or even like stay together in a partnership so it's like so like like guys like what are we doing yeah Irina Irina and Daria Dario like 
Okay, I guess like comparing them to Kaganovskaya and Angelopol, like Kagopol have this sort of like you can tell there's going to be longevity there and they're just so good. Um, intricate skating, intricate movements, exceptional lifts, just like the improvement in skating skills like every single season. And they, you know, you know that they're going to be together. They want to be champions. The way Valerie talks and it's a little jarring to see. Um, the, the tech panels get so behind, get so behind Irina and Dario. I do know that they are being coached by um, Nikolai Morris. Um, yeah, I don't really have anything else to say. I mean, um, I like Flores and Sardevsky. Um, They're not my favorite team, but I really like them on like so, on social media. Um, I follow them and they have really like cute um, guides to ice dance. But yeah, um, that's about it, I think. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to talk about, Stacey? I can think of anything else. Yeah. Good week of skating. Uh, next week, we do have a Finlandia trophy. Um, I'm really excited. I know. Um, I'm really excited to see Aliana Kostanaya and Camila Valieva and how they score, uh, you know, comparatively. I'm really excited to see the PCF, the, the way that they are scored um, in PCS internationally, um, because uh, while I would say that prior to the season, Aliana should be number one in PCS always, always, always. Not that I think Camila should be beating her in program components, but um, from what we saw at Test Gates, I, there's been a bit of regression there. Um, with Aliona. Um, and I think that's very much probably because she was in her head about triple axel, but um, we'll see. Um, I don't, we're not, I don't, I don't believe we're going to be seeing a second uh, triple axel. I think that she is very much, there seems to be the risk of, she, she thinks she's going to get injured there, but that's like really all I'm going to say about it. Um, what else? Are you, any, anyone else you're excited to see? Um, Christina and Anthony are, Anthony are going to be at Finlandia and I am so excited to see the changes that they probably have made yeah. considering the feedback they got in the technical panel. Yeah. Um, one from Chance Camp and then two from Lombardia considering the two yeah. were a week apart. I'm assuming they weren't able to make the changes they wanted to make. Yeah. It's been three weeks. It's time to make changes. So I am so excited to see how they perform. So yeah. Yeah. I really wish I could be there. I was actually supposed to go to Finlandia Trophy, but I do have a conference next weekend. Um, but I really hope that um, France Federation, French Federation, if you are hearing this, which you never will ever, can you please put the damn tickets on sale or can you just announce that they're gonna be changing <laughs> because I will like, I will go, I'm, I'm like literally in Europe. Like I can go to Helsinki. Like, can you just like tell us now, please? Thank you. Okay. Thank you so much, yeah. Cece. Um, also, I just want to say something. Um, we do get like comments sometimes that like me and Cece cut each other off, but we are doing this over Zoom and like genuinely, like, I want people to know like we are friends. Like we would not intentionally like it is it is, it is a mistake. I actually hate you, and you are not allowed to speak on anything. Yeah. I'm the only one to talk in this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I'll cut you off right now because I do not like you. So um, yeah, like we get comments, yeah. and it's like. It is, it is very much like we are doing this over Zoom. It is difficult. We would love- also, my Wi-Fi, my Wi-Fi sucks. Like I genuinely, like we record it on your Zoom mm -hmm. because my Zoom, like it buffers too much. So like, it, we don't mean it. We mean it with love. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I think that like totally like when me and Cece film together and we are in like in different continents. Like we are, I am in Europe. CC is in the US, CC is in California. Like we 
like the the, the, like the, the, the Wi-Fi and internet and like the way we cut each other off is very much a mistake. So yeah, it was lovely talking to you, Cece. I will text you after this. Of course, have a wonderful Sunday and I hope you guys all have a wonderful week watching skating, enjoying it, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.